Good morning, Cleveland. This is Pastor C.A. here at Faith Memorial Church in this great city of Cleveland, Tennessee, and you are tuning in to Thinking Out Loud. This morning, I wanted to continue a conversation that I began on last program, and that conversation was, what shall I do with this man, Jesus, who is called Christ? And I said in passing that a lot of people deal with this question in a plethora of different ways, and I I typically break that down into three primary categories, Um, culture, church, and civic authorities or just those people in power. And yes, I said civic authorities because everything's better in an alliterative form. It just is. I'm a preacher, so it is what it is. But in the Gospels, in Luke's account primarily, when Jesus is taken to the cross, you kind of see these three categories played out. In the first category, it says, and the people stood beholding. And it has that just that simple sentence, but you have this whole group of people that are just watching. Now, this is the same group of people that in the judgment hall of Pilate were just moments before or hours before shouting, crucify him, crucify him, crucify him. And so what you have happen is you have across the face of culture, you have one of two general responses. You have people that get antagonistic towards Christ, and they just want him on the cross and out of their lives. Christ on the cross is better than Christ in my heart is the kind of mindset that they operate with. And so they're willing to let you have Christ on the cross. They're willing to let you have the pretty pictures. They're willing to let you have, you know, the, the hashtag Bible verses, they're willing to let you have the bumper stickers, but as long as you keep Christ out of their lives. And unfortunately, a lot of Christians live their life this way. They, they want Christ there aesthetically as an aspect of their life to kind of make themselves feel comfor- more comfortable, but they treat the living God as a dead symbol. And so they don't recognize the fact that Christ is no longer on the cross. He's on the throne and that his spirit resides within them if they are a true born-again believer. And he actually wants to have active participation in their life and wants to have fellowship and communion with them. So a lot of times Christians live a very atheistic lifestyle when it comes to practicality. They have the pictures and they have the Bible verses, but they don't let Christ have any active role in their life. And and that's really unfortunate because they, in their aversion, create almost this antagonism towards Christ without even realizing it. And then the other aspect of culture or is this just ignorance. And when I say ignorance, I don't mean, you know, a not knowing. I mean a willful ignorance. I mean an intentional suppression of the truth. That is to say that they don't really want to go against Christ, but they don't really want to go for Christ either. And so they they decide to choose or refrain from choosing. And so and I always use this this story or this this parable metaphor and if some if you're hungry and someone sets food in front of you you have the ability to choose to eat and the ability to choose not to eat but if you choose not to choose then you are still by default choosing not to eat so there's really never that third choice there's only for Christ or against Christ. And that's why he says those that are not with us are against us. And so what you have happen in culture is whether it's an outright animosity or an outright 
enmity or an outright opposition to Christ, or if it's just this willful suppression, you know, put him on the cross, put him on the wall as long as he's not active in my life, or it's just, just ignore it. Just, just push it out of the way. I don't want to make a decision about Christ. Either way, it's making a decision against Christ. And so that's kind of the position that culture takes is it, it's either in outright opposition or it's, it's allowed to be there as long as it doesn't have any prevalence. This isn't what Christ has called us to. Christ hasn't called us to be outright antagonistic towards him, obviously. But he also hasn't called us to be lukewarm. I mean, many of you are probably familiar with what Christ does to lukewarm Christians uh, at the culmination of all things. No, Christ is asking us to be for him and to be with him and participating in his sufferings. That's why Paul says, unto you it is given on the behalf of Christ, not only to believe on him, but to also suffer for his sake. It's not just the good, but it's also the struggle and the opposition. We take it all, everything that Christ is. This has been Thinking Out Loud with Pastor C.A. God bless and have a great day.